Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, hello, I am Will, and this is an opportunity for me to do something that I want to kind of do to help set us up for future episodes, because at some point, myself and the Rascal Bros will be sitting down talking about WandaVision, and we'll be probably getting in doing some major breakdowns and talking about each episode, but we're trying to wait until the whole series wraps before we do that because we understand some people are waiting until the whole thing drops before we before they watch the whole thing so we want to give them a week maybe after that and then sit down and talk about the show as a as a as a team and really get in there and start digging into it but what i'm wanting to do is do the part that i would normally do in the episode in three, it basically, it, it's nine episodes total. So if I do three episodes and three episodes a piece, that covers nine. Plus, by the time that last episode drops in that three episode chunk, then that'll be the week in between the time we do our episode on it as a, as a group. So that's why I wanted to kind of do it this way. So this is basically just a little bit of history of the Wanda and Vision character. Uh, for those who may not be familiar, I, I run into a bunch of people every day that they're like, I don't get this series. And part of it has to do with the fact that, yes, in order for you to understand fully what's going on, it is a good idea to be a guy, person who's a comic book fan who has read the Wanda and Vision series from back in the 80s. And there's a lot of other stuff to have read if you really want to get the most out of it. Now, here's the thing. They're not making it for people like me in mind. They're making it for a general audience. But there's a lot of stuff in it that they put in there for the fans, kind of as rewards. And we'll talk about that kind of stuff once we all the episodes drop and we have a chance to sit down and talk about it as a group. So basically, the premise of the show is real simple. After the events of the Avengers Endgame movie in 2019, Wanda Maximoff and Vision are living an idyllic suburban life in the town of Westview, trying to conceal their powers. As they begin to enter new decades and encounter different TV tropes, the couple suspects that things are not what they seem. So this is based on the characters played by Paul Bentley, who plays Vision, and Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Wanda Maximoff, uh, or it's the Scarlet Witch. Of course, in prior episode, we told you guys, she hasn't been given the name Scarlet Witch in the MCU yet. She will earn that name through this series. Kevin Feige confirmed that by the time this series is over, she will be the Scarlet Witch and possibly the bad guy going into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Spider-Man 3 because all those movies are kind of being affected by this. So I think it's interesting how they've kind of had to pivot with COVID-19 going on through 2020, they've kind of had to pivot the way they were going to do these releases. And so I'm glad they're doing it the way they're doing it now. So to, for a primer, for people who have no idea who Wanda Maximoff is, I've never watched a Marvel movie, Will. I don't know what this is. Let me tell you a little bit about Wanda Maximoff and Vision. So... Wanda Maximoff is an Avenger who can harness powers of magic. She engages in telepathy and telekinesis. Telepathy being moving things with the mind. Telekinesis, I'm sorry, telepathy means to be able to read minds. Telekinesis is basically the ability to move stuff with your mind and alter reality. Um, Olsen herself said that the series brings the character more in line with the comic book version, including depicting her mental illness 
and including and introducing the Scarlet Witch moniker that was not previously used in the Marvel the MCU. Uh, executive producer Kevin Feige added that the series explores the extent and origin of Wanda's powers. Olsen felt her ownership of Wanda was strengthened during the development of the series, which allowed her to explore new parts of the character's personality, such as a, her humor and sassiness. She was thrilled by that WandaVision focuses on Wanda rather than telling her story through everyone else's storylines, as in the films, and was sold by on joining the series when Feige mentioned specific Scarlet, Scarlet Witch comic storylines that inspired WandaVision. Olsen was influenced by Mary Tyler Moore, Elizabeth Montgomery, and Lucille Ball and her performance. Now, we talked a little bit about, a couple weeks ago, we talked a little bit about how WandaVision is going to go through several decades of different TV things. And so it's real interesting that they mentioned Mary Tyler Moore and Lucille Ball. But you'll see those different things in there. Um, then we have Paul Bentley. Paul Bentley is Vision. He's an android and a former Avenger created using artificial intelligence. is Jarvis and Ultron, as well as the Mind Stone, which if you guys if have seen the Marvel movies, you know the Mind Stone was part of the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, he was killed during the events of Avengers Infinity War by Thanos. So Bentley described Vision as a decent and honorable decent as a decent and honorable man who exists for Wanda. Interesting play of words that he says he exists for Wanda. Like I said, Thanos killed him at the end of Infinity War. Um, if this is a spoiler, I'm sorry. Uh, it, but if you've not watched Infinity War by now, more than likely you probably weren't intending on watching it. So I don't feel like it's necessarily a spoiler to a movie that came out several years ago because that movie came out in 2018. So anyway, uh, one thing it said as well, it says influenced by Dick Van Dyke and Hugh Laurie for his performance. And so there's other people in this that are really interesting and we'll talk about that a bit as we go through the episodes. Like I said, this is just going to be a quick rundown of the episodes for each of the three. So like I said, there's... I'm going to do one through three. Then once the sixth episode releases, we'll do another one of these. And then once the ninth episode releases, we'll do another one. And we'll do it in three episode blocks. So here we go. This first episode, fun trivia fact, by the way, the title of it is filmed before a live studio audience. This episode was filmed in front of a live studio audience during coronavirus. Now, of course, they, they said that you know, they had to go through a lot of red tape. They had to go through and do a lot of different stuff. They wanted to make sure that nobody spoiled anything. So she said there was really thick uh, non-disclosure agreements that were signed by all the people that were there. So I find that really interesting. But I would have loved to have been on that set. I probably couldn't have been on it, to be honest, because I would have wanted to tell somebody. But it would have been awesome just to be a part of that, knowing that, you know, I would have seen it when I did. So... They dropped the first two episodes, by the way, on the same day. So on January 15th, they dropped the first two episodes. So I'm going to go through the first one now. Newlywed couple Wanda and Vision move into a town, the town of Westview during the 1950s. So this is definitely a black and white era uh, show. This feels like a bit of Bewitched mixed with a bit of other shows and things like that. So a bit, bit Mary Tyler Moore-esque. So they attempt to blend in despite Vision being an android and Wanda having telekinetic and reality warping abilities. One day they notice a heart drawn on their calendar, but neither can remember what the occasion is. 
while Vision goes on his job at Computational Services, Inc., Wanda decides that the heart represents their anniversary. Their neighbor, Agnes, introduces herself to Wanda and helps her prepare to celebrate that night. Now, of course, it gets really interesting because Vision <laughs> amazes his co-workers with his speed, but is unsure what his company actually does. He is reminded that he and Wanda are hosting his boss, Mr. Hart, and his wife at dinner that night, which is what the heart represents. Interesting TV trope of the, oh my gosh, we don't remember what this date is. It must mean something, but neither one is going to admit that they don't know. <laughs> And then one thinks it's one thing, one thinks it's something else. And so, or one finds out it's something totally, un, totally different. And then when they talk about it, it's never addressed that we made, made a mistake. Here's what this is about. Because no one ever clearly states that. So this is kind of one of those old school TV tropes that still work today and is still being used today. Wanda and Vision struggle to hide their abilities while making a last minute dinner for the hearts. While interrogating Wanda and Vision, Mr. Hart chokes on his food and Vision uses his abilities to save him. All of this takes place in a fictional sitcom, WandaVision, which someone is watching on a television at the end. Because at the end of the, end of the first episode, it kind of will pull out, and you see TV screen, you see a bit of, you see a, a little bit of a picture of what's going to become the Sword Organization. Now, again, making a reference to the Marvel movies, just because, again, this is all based out of the MCU version of this. SWORD is an organization that Fury has started, which deals with a lot more bigger threats and things like that. So you see a pamphlet and a booklet that has a SWORD symbol on it. And so, again, when we do deep dive, we'll get more into that. I don't want you, you know, don't stress it too much, because, like I said, we won't really get into the thick, thick, thick of it until the... Um, until the deep dive. Now, here's something that's funny. They do a commercial in the middle of this, and the commercial it, during WandaVision is something that they do kind of in-house. So, like, the commercial we're seeing actually has a lot of meaning in it. So, basically, this commercial done during the first episode of WandaVision advertises a Stark Industries Toast Mate 2000 toaster oven. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I said, I'm not going to deep dive here. I'm, I'm doing everything I can not to do any deep dives, not to do anything super confusing or super meta. The second episode, which, like I said, dropped the same week as the first, uh, it's called Don't Touch That Dial. So now we've jumped from the 50s to the 60s. So during the 60s, Wanda and Vision hear strange noises outside their house. They prepare their magic act for a neighborhood talent show. Wanda and Agnes spend the day with the neighbor's planning committee, led by Dottie, and Vision attends a neighborhood watch meeting, where he accidentally swallows some chewing gum. Wanda befriends another neighbor, Geraldine, and notices more strange things. A red and yellow toy cop helicopter in their black and white world. A voice on the radio seems to be speaking to her, and a red bloodstain. Thanks to the gum caught in his internal mechanisms, Vision appears to be intoxicated at the talent show and publicly reveals his abilities. Wanda uses her own abilities to make it look like simple magic tricks and fixes Vision by removing the gum. They return home and Wanda becomes visibly pregnant. When they see a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole on their street, Wanda resets their reality too before the figure appears. The setting becomes colorful as it changes to the 1970s. So 
it's really interesting how that all goes. But the influences for this episode are more, I love, again, I love Lucy, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, and even at the end, you kind of get a sense of the Wizard of Oz. If you remember the scene in Wizard of Oz where, uh, for those of you who may not know, there's a period of time where the Wizard of Oz was originally black, all filmed black and white. And then they went back and refilmed the original portion black and white, and then they went to Technicolor. And so literally at one point when Wendy steps into Wonderland, it goes Technicolor for the first time. And so you kind of get the same sense of what happens here. So in this particular episode, the commercial playing during the episode advises, advertises the Strucker watches. Again, not going to dig into the stuff too deep there. Like I said, that's for us to get into when we get together collectively. So that's that episode. Like I said, these commercials all, it all feel, you know how sometimes when you're watching a show, you know, a commercial comes in, it feels like they've made the commercial in house, but essentially because it's only one commercial, you don't get more than one in any episode. So, and again, these episodes are between 26 minutes to about 36, 36, 32 minutes in total, which is, you know, your basic sitcom length, if you think about it. So. And then the last episode that dropped on the 22nd of January, it says now in color. So Dr. Nielsen checks on Wanda's pregnancy and says she is four months ahead along and everything is fine before leaving for an intended holiday with his wife. Now, what's interesting is, is that literally between episode one and episode two is a day. So just again, keep that in mind for the deep dive. So we went from just being pregnant at the end of the last episode to being four months pregnant in the next episode. You know, sometimes how soap operas will do that. Like one day, oh, Jenna's pregnant. And the next day, it's like four months later. It's just like, what? But then everybody's talking as though it literally happened yesterday. But they just bumped up the pregnancy by four months. While Vision sees Nelson out, he sees his neighbor Herb unwittingly cut through the, through their wall. Wanda and Vision paint a nursery while debating on the name of the children before Wanda's pregnancy elevates to six months. When she begins contractions, her abilities begin to move things in the house and eventually shut down the entire town's power. Geraldine arrives and helps Wanda deliver twins, Tommy and Billy. Vision catches Agnes and Herb, er, Herb Gossiping outside, they talk about Geraldine, who has just arrived in town and does not have a home or family. Inside, Wanda interrogates Geraldine after the latter reveals that she knows Ultron killed Wanda's twin brother, Pietro. Wanda notices that Geraldine is wearing a pendant with a sword emblem on it. When Vision returns, Geraldine is gone. Outside of Westview, Geraldine is cast out from a wall of static and surrounded by sword agents. The commercial during WandaVision program it advises Hydra Soak Bath Powder. Now, I'm not going to get into much on anything else. I'm even going to talk a little bit about the Hydra uh, Soak Bath Powder just because I think it's funny. If you watch the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's mentioned there too. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't think I want to go too far into that. Again, not trying to get too meta on this. Uh, so originally they started making this show on September 2018 and they developed this limited series with the parent company Disney streaming service Disney Plus to be centered around the supporting characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
who have not starred in their own films. WandaVision is an example of one of them. Of course, there are going to be other shows they're going to do. For example, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're going to do... Why can I think of the names of these shows? <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're going to do other shows during the course of the year that are based on Marvel characters that they've been doing that weren't directly... didn't have a direct movie themselves. Uh, of course, we know Black Widow is supposed to come out sometime this year for the movies and different things like that. But WandaVision really is going to cap off a bunch of things as it goes. Now, just one thing, I will do a reference to, if you say, well, I need to understand this better, what books do I need to read? Um, I'm going to give you a small list of those books, actually. Um, so the first one is going to be The Vision by Tom King and Gabriel Hernandez Walter. Uh, this was written a few years ago. You can pick up the trades, you know, you can pick them up at your local comic book store, different places, and go from there. And then House of M is another storyline that was written by Brian Michael Bendis and Oliver Coppel. They wrote this story of what happens um, when Wanda goes crazy. Wanda just literally goes through a severe mental breakdown. Again, not going to go too meta yet. Just stick with the series and stick with us. We'll make sure to get you there. We'll make sure. If you've got questions about WandaVision and you say, I don't know much about this. I'm not going to say, we're going to make sure you have places to ask those questions because we want you to ask questions that we can answer for you once we do that deep breakdown of the show. So then uh, the Wanda and Scarlet Witch series done by Bill Monto and Rick Leonardo, Leonardi. And then the run also by Steve Englehart and Richard Howe. Because there were two different runs with this Vision of Scarlet Witch that they did. And so basically it kind of shows their lives when they left the Avengers and decided that they were going to... They, they were going to just go and separate and focus on their marriage. So this is kind of stuff based off of it. So just a list of series that this show is inspired by, just so you can kind of get an idea. If you say, I like old school Nick at Night. Stuff like that. Um, you can totally check these out. Of course, some of you may have reference to them beforehand. Uh, so, I Love Lucy, My Three Sons, Father Knows Best, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, Bewitched, Family Ties, Friends, 30 Rock, Parks and Recreation, Modern Family, and The Office. Uh, there's references made to Full House, which is really funny considering that uh, Elizabeth Olsen's older sisters, Mary, Kate, and Ashley were in that show. Um, and so, yeah, those are the main inspirations for the show. And so if you say, well, where is this going? Well, I think I would definitely be looking toward the inspirations and kind of get an idea of where it's headed as far as the looks and things like that. Now, of course, there's some other stuff going on that's just going to get really interesting as time goes on. Especially, like I said, considering that you know, you're you're gonna, you know, you're, we're taking Wanda from Wanda Maximoff. We're taking her to the world of becoming the Scarlet Witch, which, like I said, you know, that's gonna affect. She's already been cast and has already filmed scenes for um, Multiverse of Madness, and we don't know where else they're gonna be. I know there's a lot of people out there trying to understand what's going on, um, and it's a bit confusing. But here's what I would recommend. Stick with the series. If you're not for sure, like I said, ask people questions. 
uh, find answers, come to us, let us know, because we'd really like to help you out on that. Um, so here's hoping you'll stick with the series, because I believe this, I believe by the time the series is over, it's going to knock our socks off with things. Uh, I think we're, our minds are going to be blown by where they push it. And I think these other shows are going to have a whole lot to follow up on for this. I will say this. Um, if you are looking for something that's a super action romp, I think this is going to rev it up to that. But then I think when, when we start getting episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think we're going to get a lot more spy action type stuff. So just get ready. Uh, Marvel's not done blowing our socks off, but I think they're definitely going to be taking it in some different directions. I'm not for sure still how I feel about the week-to-week model that Disney Plus has been doing with a lot of their series. Um, I understand that maybe they're not wanting to do the whole... Um, they're not wanting to necessarily do the whole binge format. They're wanting to get you... You know, they want to do episodic television. and But at the same time, I don't know that people are as patient as they used to be. I think if Netflix not come along, and I think if Disney Plus was the first out the gate, I think people would love it because, again, they're setting the standard. But because Netflix kind of set the standard on bingeable material where they literally will drop a whole series on you. And if you want to sit down and watch it all in a day, you can. Whereas with this, you don't have a choice but to watch each episode. So with WandaVision, you kind of need a bit more lead-in, you know. So I think it's going to be interesting. I really do. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I hope you all will enjoy it. I hope you all consider sticking with the series and then come back to us so we can go to give you that deep dive. Once you get that deep dive done, because I believe that deep dive is going to help clear up a lot of things. Uh, I mean, between myself and the Rascal Bros, I'm pretty sure we're going to clear up a lot of stuff for you or maybe confuse you more i'm not for sure but i hope we don't confuse you i hope we definitely help clear it up so here's what i'm going to ask uh i'm going to put this in the facebook group as well if you have questions about wandavision please ask your questions because we want to make sure we have answers for them by the time we do that full-blown breakdown thing so that's what i'm gonna put out there that's my hope that's my dream that's my moment and i'm done so and I kept my own promise to myself. I said I wasn't going to talk about this longer than it takes to do a whole episode of Wanda, watch a whole episode of WandaVision. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for continuing to rock out with us on episodes of Conversations About Dot 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 that you're willing to stick in, that you're willing to get involved. And above all else, do me a very important favor. Be blessing and blessing to somebody, guys. Take care.